0: Hi, this is Geek Loves Nerd Podcast, trying to find something in common. Since 1996. Oh, look at you taking my spot.
1: Geek loves nerd. I
2: thought I was supposed to. Yeah. You're allowed to do whatever you want.
1: Hey. It's
0: mostly your show anyway.
2: I'm glad you noticed that.
0: I do want you to sing the Maybe theme song, though.
2: No. If I it's I my heard. show, can we change the name? A
0: man, what do you want to change it to?
1: I'll I'll think on that. Yeah, you
0: should have had that ready. Should have had that right there. We could call it Ash Jen.
1: Did you just say a bad word?
0: <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't like you at all. Gotta pronounce that in there. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, this is Geek Loves and Nerd podcast. Trying to find something in comments since 1986, show 25, Brides to week of October 9th, 2008. <laughs> Welcome. I'm James. I'm the geek, and I'm Jen. Starve. Ask Jen segment. <laughs> <laughs> Ask. And obviously, a massive nerd. So why do you say massive? Because uh, you didn't. Because uh, you said something nerdy. Oh yeah, that was so nerdy. I thought so. Anyway, uh, this is a show where Jen and I sit down. I'm a gamer geek. She is a non-gamer nerd woman, and uh, we talk about stuff. Talk about hair.
2: We do? No. Okay.
0: Uh, Geek Loves Nerd is sponsored, in part, by com. At DrawYourPicture.com, you can have me, your host, draw you something for pretty darn cheap. Or you can have Jen draw you something for pretty darn free. <laughs> I don't draw people. <laughs> So check it out for real, drawyourpicture.com, see what I've done for everybody else. You'll see a lot of different kinds of styles. If you're a church and you need a logo or a youth group or a children's pastor or a podcast or a small business, or you just want a family logo, that's that's really trendy with the suburbanites.
2: We don't have a family logo. Yeah,
0: we do. What What is it? You don't want to know. Oh. It involves poop. What? It's, it's a symbol of our marriage. It's like a man and a wife with poop on them. Because we that's what we do. We poop all over our own marriages. We've okay. talked about that in the past.
2: That is not a family logo.
0: Uh-huh. We've got a weekly update or two we'd like okay. to share. Um, first of all, my weekly update is I dropped the dunder. I dropped him off the couch. What a coincidence. I have the same weekly update. <laughs> Except yours is worse than mine. Mine, <laughs> mine, he was sleeping. He's been sick. And I put him on the couch. And I put him on the big part of the couch, because there's this part where like it's a chase. A chase. A
2: chase lounge. A chase
0: lounge. And uh, I laid him down on there. I put stuff around him. Well, apparently, you know, with his crawling, which is another update, he's now crawling like a beast, he's also learned to incorporate that in his sleep time. So he's tossing and turning. I didn't realize this. All I know is I hear this clonk, and he's crying. He had fallen off the couch. Head hit the concrete, the whole thing. It's terrible. Awful. So what did? how did you uh, damage the dunder? Well, he
2: was in the hallway, and he just started crawling. We don't have a gate up in our uh, uh, what do you call it? Stairway. Hallway. Stairway, yeah. And going um, down. But he was he was very far from the stairway, and I walked into <laughs> Jenna's room to to give her something, mm-hmm. and I hear this clunk 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 clunk, and then ah, I knew. I when I heard the clunking, oh. I knew he fell down those stairs. Oh my gosh! Oh, I my bet heart, your heart stopped. Oh god! I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I picked him up and held him and he calmed down within like a minute or two. Mm. It's pretty invincible really. But I checked him for all for any injuries, watched him for signs of concussion. I think he's fine.
0: Yeah, all the damage is internal, that's my theory. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, Yeah, I I went up to him. I was like, buddy. I was rubbing his head. Are are you going to be special now? (laughs) I think he will be between those two. I mean, you know, because people make jokes, you know. Yeah, somebody dropped him as a baby (laughs) twice in a couple of days. Mm -hmm. We're good parents, I promise. This is not the rule. It's the exception. Not the good parenting part. The dropping the kid part. Uh, Uh, The other weekly update is I wrote a geek song. Like to hear it? uh, (laughs) Here here it goes. I want to get your... Commentary as I play this song. My commentary? Yeah. But you said My wife is great, she lets me do the things I like to do. There's always been a limit to the geekiness, it's true. I can have a podcast and I can draw my pictures online, even while the warcraft would be fine. No, it wouldn't. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. If my wife knew she would slap me. If my wife knew she would slap me yeah 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 If my wife knew she would slap me yeah More like leave me my you. wife knew If my wife knew Good at lip syncing. The Wii is great. She likes it too. The 360 and iPod too. She doesn't mind my friends online. As long yeah, as I they do. don't show, it's fine. but Twitter <laughs> doesn't bother her. My Skype instead of calls. Nope, see, so doesn't But there's some things she won't allow at all. Come on, join if I in, folks. my wife knew, she would slap me. If my wife knew she would slap me <laughs> Well, I've never dressed up as a Jedi it's something i <sighs> that, like to true, try That's true, I would I never painted a You would dress up like a Jedi? in the comic would, book it's store I would. I don't know about the Warhammer like thing to I think you I might have considered it see. Mr. NL Cast, your table is ready. That, that rocks. My you have to wife admit. Knew she would slap me. Is that like a
2: D&D reference for table is ready?
0: No. No, it's just somebody at a restaurant calling me by my username. My wife knew she would slap like that's the name I gave. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's so stupid. I knew a guy that called himself Merlin. Yeah, I and he was participated really cool to in a flash mob. Flash mob. Never worked. E is my job. Never been to a convention, not E3, New Media Night Dragon. I drag. should be allowed I to go. All it's you could Wars pay for it. But and I send me on one. In the bathroom too. when I go. If my wife knew she would slap me. Uh, <laughs> you think you're so cool and you're so
2: weird. <laughs> If my wife knew she I would have, slap me, I have support. From what? They said I should slap you. Oh wow. <laughs> or no, I think they want to see me slap you. I don't know.
1: I'm trying to hide my secret shame. I'm not ashamed, but I should be when she sees me like C-3po.
0: I, I thought that was the best character because I'm I'm so not able to dress as C3PO. I am not skinny enough. Yeah, or tall enough. Me. And I don't have a record on my stomach now. No, you don't. This is the really sad part. These are the droids. She's married to yes. Makes no sense at all, but it's got some geek cred built in, see? Mm-hmm. Geek. I'm too far gone. It's not my this fault. This is my favorite. My wife knew First. what she did when she settled down with this here geek and had a couple kids. That's good English. This here. I'm hoping that they'll look like her, but become little geeks themselves. Because she's the fetus that looking is good, upsetting. but it's still too <laughs> soon to tell. If my not wife my kids to be weird. Like me, <laughs> no! my wife knew she would slap me. If my wife knew she would slap me. And I was going to put a rap in there. I am so glad you didn't. <laughs> what do you think, Jen, of my geek song?
2: It scares me. <laughs> All the parts of it. Because that means it's secretly inside. There's you're more. just that much away
0: from from stepping over the edge. Well, you keep me held back. Well, I know. I, I do the same for you, though. I mean, where would you be right now? Well, I would be rich. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm keeping you from that. I know. This is so great. Thanks. Oh gosh. So, <sighs> your honest opinion of the song as your as my wife, quality of the song, blah blah blah. What do you it's think? It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh,
2: Subject matter is kind of questionable, especially the part about making the kids into geeks. That's, really that's my upsetting.
0: goal. You know it's been though. That is not a secret.
2: But I, I have hopes with the boy. I don't know about Jenna. I think she's gonna do whatever. But...
0: Uh, the boy, he's gonna be a nerd. I got. I already see it. But he's gonna have geek tendencies okay. more than you do. It's my goal. <sighs> anyway, uh, you you saw. You finally got through the fringe. Yeah. It was we're good. so behind on the office. We're so behind on heroes. Oh,
2: we're not behind on the office. It's tonight. Oh really? I know we're watching. We're after the show. A little, still a little behind, but Yeah. Um, really behind on Heroes, like two episodes behind.
0: Uh talk about the office real quick. I don't think we talked about it last time. Um we are spoiler alert by the way, if you haven't seen episode what, two of The Office? I think it was the first really? one. Really? Where she call he calls her out randomly to eat eat lunch mm-hmm. and drops to his knee and proposes. Did it blow your mind? It did. It blew mine. It, it was, was so great. awesome. I almost got emotional. No, I didn't get that. Back. I'm weepy. I'll be honest. So I was just like, okay, I wish I, wondered- I could ask her to marry me. I mean, you know, it's it's not really the emotion you would expect. It's more of a lustful. Uh- what? What? <laughs> I'm so kidding! Wow, so did kidding. you take
2: medicine? <laughs>
0: yeah, I actually, did. I'm sick, and it doesn't feel good, so faking, it might be a little silly.
2: Faking.
0: Uh, Fringe. What are your thoughts on the Fringe since you finally made it through the hour and twenty-five minute episode?
2: I liked it. It was very complex. I mean, there was just it was like you started out with one thing, and then there was something else, and
0: something else, and, well, they were another, establishing twist and characters, characters. another twist, and another twist. That yeah. takes a long time. Yeah. And uh, you knew somebody had to betray somebody. Spoiler alerts! Uh, looking forward to seeing some more. We've got we're a few behind. Yeah, but I like it because we always used to like X Files. Mm-hmm. That's another of your geek cred thing. And we
2: liked um, Alias for a little while. For the
0: first season only, thanks. Yeah. After, but she, I mean, it was she woke it's up kind from a coma. Like that. Yeah, it was stupid.
2: They really, they shouldn't have gone. They there.
0: mutated that show so bad.
2: But the idea of it was good. Well, it and they tried to make stick. her
0: like hot, and and Jennifer, whatever her name Gardner. is, Gardner. Gardner. She has got a pretty face, but she has a man body. She's just built. She's built like a dude. I wish my She's body looked like, like mine, hers. Dude. Nice. Yeah. So they started trying to make her hot though, like, and I'm just like, bleh, bleh, shoulders, bleh. you know, can't, can't do it. When her neck is thicker than mine, it just doesn't work. Hey, we're gonna put, um, oh, 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 kid stuff. Uh, I don't know if you have any updates. We kind of mentioned most of them, dunders crawling. Um,
2: and he fell down the steps and, and off the couch. Yeah. He's sick,
0: and uh, but Jenna, I said this on Geek Love's Nerd, but I don't think I've said it here, and I should make a comic about it.
2: You said I said this on Geek Love's Nerd.
0: Oh, I sound on nobody's listening. I haven't said on Geek Life Nerd, but she we were in the Walmart the other day, um, walking around. She's in the back of the cart, and suddenly she looks up at me and she goes, "And very loud in the middle of the electronics <laughs> department, I don't belong with you. I don't belong
2: with you." <laughs> and she's so loud.
0: She's and so everybody's dramatic. looking. I can just feel people looking. You know, <laughs> it's the, like the worst thing. You know, this this redneck dad and his and his kids. You know, looking at games, or they're even concerned. You know, they're looking over. the The guy from behind the counter looks up with all. The buttons Should on his we vest. call the hotline? Yeah, you know, what? What number do we call to get this dude? You know, I don't belong with you. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Well, then quietly she mentions. She continues her sentence. <laughs> I belong with my cousin and my uncle, because she just had visited some family. So she mentioned the cousin's name and the uncle's name uh, by name. And uh, so, but nobody got to hear that part. All they hear well, is that I've stolen this that. child. <laughs> So, there you go. Nice. (laughs) Oh, okay. And then, so tonight when I'm putting her in bed, um, I said, hi, I'm your father. I'll be your father tonight. I'll be reading your story. And I stick my hand out, you know, and introduce myself. She goes, I don't belong with you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where she got that
0: from. I don't either. Maybe she saw something at school, you know. I don't know what they're teaching her at that school. All these ABCs and stuff. They are teaching her how to write her name, I found out. Yeah, I saw her doing that this morning. You know, when I dropped her off... um, her little friend she'd been telling about her little friend she had a little friend and she's so nice and all this well she comes in the door and this little friend gets up and hugs jenna good morning and jenna hugs her back and all this and then another little friend you know was jealous and wanted a hug from jenna and then jenna runs over and hugs her teacher and they sit down and start doing stuff and i'm like now see i'm a little jealous now <laughs> Why? I wish work could be that way. <laughs>
2: no, you don't.
0: <laughs> no, I, the innocence part, it's, yeah. you know, and the, and the fact that none of them wear perfume, uh, cause that is a problem. You don't want to be hugging people when you have sensitive no. nose like I do, but, it uh, lingers. Yeah. Well, it just, it attacks my Sinai, but, uh, I, uh, I just was like, you know, that is what life should be right there. This is You purity. come in and hug your boss. Well, people were looking forward to seeing her. And when they saw her, they couldn't help it. They just were like, oh, come here. And, and you know, grownups have agendas and, and, and mm-hmm. mixed emotions and feelings and, and thoughts and gossip and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it's just pure. It's pure. And I love that. And I wanted to stay in color. That was the other part. Stay in oh, stay in color. You I wanted to stay in it. color. I was red <laughs> at the time, and I really was enjoying the flush that I had going on. I wanted to stay in color
2: anyway, um, instead
0: of black and white.
2: When I dropped her off at the nursery, I think it was last Sunday. Mm. I um, you know, opened the door and like five girls it, it had to be like five of them ran up to see jenna it was like wow. she was famous like jenna jenna everybody Lord
0: help us i hope we don't have the little socialite you know headed, blue want to be popular kid wouldn't that just stink for us to have the popular girl in our family
2: well her eyes aren't
0: really blue so it's maybe
2: uh, she'll be okay she's
0: disqualified <laughs> yeah
2: uh, it would, she she would hate I think she's going
0: to disappoint us both you're going to want her to be this big nerd, I'm going to want her to be this big geek and I'm going to want her like, to f- be a singer I want her to be artistic and <laughs> she would be like, I'm trying out for <laughs> Yeah, she She'd be minds.
2: homecoming queen be <laughs> like,
0: okay, what do we do with this? I'm telling you, we're like the monsters and we're going to have <laughs> you know the white sheep of the family since we're all the uh, dark sheep uh, anywho, uh, that's kid stuff you have an axe ex. boy Uh, Ask Jen question. And I would be the star of that segment. Yeah, here we go. Hi, Geek Gloves Nerd. Love the show. Uh, So you need more questions for the Ask Jen segment, huh? Well, this is one of my favorite segments, so I'll try to help. Yay, a fan. Uh, As a Christian, how do you feel about involving Santa Claus at Christmas time? First of all, just because we talk about God does not mean... That we are Christians. What other evidence have you seen that we are saved? Uh, Not much. No. As a Christian, how do you feel? about involving Santa Claus at Christmas time. Well, Santa's not real, so we kind of <laughs> we quit inviting him a few years back. Cuz he never showed up. The sucker never showed. And he was supposed to pay for part of the meal. We
2: were hoping he'd bring all the presents. <laughs> he didn't bring anything. Like,
0: yeah, we we were me and Jen never got told until we had our first child. We were expecting him to bring the presents like he did for our parents. And mm-hmm. and we never saved up. We didn't budget. And so that year was pretty sad. No, uh seriously, uh, how do you feel about involving Santa Claus? Do you include Santa Claus? Uh, I have the last couple years, but yesterday my daughter, who is in kindergarten at a Christian uh, school, had her teacher tell her that Santa Claus wasn't real. First of all, I fired that teacher and slap upside the head. Uh, she probably also told her that he was a demon. That's what they told me <laughs> at my <laughs> Santa Christian. Santa
2: spelled backwards or whatever.
1: <laughs> they just switched
0: me oh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like, God. Um <laughs> Yeah, so let's make Mm -hmm. kids more afraid of Santa than the actual Satan. That's the goal there. Uh, She asked me if it was true, and I just turned it around and asked, "Well, what do you think? (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) And she said she did believe in him, and it sort of ended there. My wife and I are divorced, and the kids live with her. Santa Claus was not included when she was growing up, and she doesn't want to do the Santa thing. Uh, I'm not going to make a big deal about it because it's not that important. Jesus is the reason for the season. Thank you for the bumper sticker. After all, <laughs> uh, what do you think, Jen? Take care, Mark. Okay. This is what I think. I know, and you can fill in.
2: Um, I think it's fun to play the Santa Claus thing. Mm. I, I would guess they probably realize it's not real. I don't know. I, you know, my parents didn't really do the Santa Claus thing. Right. But I think with Jenna, and in, in this case with the guy divorced and all, I... I would still play it because I think it's still fun. It's still fun to put out milk and cookies. It's still fun to pretend, oh, Santa's going to come and bring us stuff. And my mom always gave us gifts from Santa, and we knew they weren't from Santa. But I don't know. What do you think?
0: Um, The only question I have is, you know, respecting the wishes of the wife. What what is your response there? Because the wife doesn't want to do it. Oh, doesn't want to do it. And they're in a divorce situation and in order to keep the peace. I think it falls under the if it causes your uh, you know, your your friend to stumble uh because their faith is weak, uh don't do it. So
2: Yeah, I mean, my my parents never did it. My mom thought it kind of had the view that it was like lying to us and you know, she she didn't really like it. So we didn't do it and it didn't really Take away from Christmas and, for me at all. In my
0: family, we I loved did, Christmas. but I found out young, you know, my own self, because I was sneaky. Uh, but with Jenna, I'll I'll just tell you, with Jenna, we're doing it. We're doing the whole thing because she, I love it. I love the whole well, that magic fun. side fun, of it. yeah. And it's the same kind of magic, in my opinion, that you get when you go to Disney World and you let your kids take pictures with Mickey Mouse, who is really just a dude in a costume. <laughs> Um, it is no different than letting them believe that. The important thing is balance and letting them know that no, G- the Santa Claus doesn't replace Jesus. In my opinion, and in my house, and even in my children's church, Santa Claus is a type of Christ. And if you've been to one day of Bible school, you know what I mean. Of that, he's not a version of Christ; he's a type, meaning a representation. And that's exactly why he that thing was created to help people realize the spirit of the season. And of course, you know, commercialism has come in and ruined that. But, um, I even go as far as to say the red stands for the blood of Christ. The, the white stands for the purity that he brings the, the boots being able to come down the chimney, uh, standing on the hot coals stands for his power over sin and death and hell. Uh, coming down the chimney can remind us that, uh, Jesus can come into any life with just the, the smallest amount of faith. Um, you know, that, uh, he brings gifts, um, you know, but unlike Santa Claus, Jesus loves you whether you're naughty or nice. I love saying that. But, you know, Santa, <laughs> Santa can Santa see doesn't. you everywhere. Jesus can see you everywhere. So it's important just to say, you know, that, that you know, th- just focus on the reason for the season. Santa's not the reason for the season, but Santa comes. You know, why does Santa come? Because it's Jesus's birthday. You know, so there's this way to get that in there. Now, older, when they get older and they realize you've been lying, they are going to question God. And that's when you just tell them, I was kidding about all of it. We don't even have to go to church anymore now. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Good children's best. <laughs> no, they're going to know. I mean, in this day yeah. and age, you know, it's just going to, it's going to happen. Uh, you know, it's funny because people won't do the uh, Christmas thing. They won't do Santa Claus, but they'll still do the Easter bunny. And to me, as long as you you bring it up the right way, there's no problem with it at all. At all. The tooth fairy included. Yeah, that's true. If you ask me, that's the freakiest one of all. Because that woman <laughs> is coming in your room. We don't know what she looks like. We never see her. She <laughs> snuck herself under my bed, stole some of my bone, and left me nothing but a dollar. Actually, it was a quarterback in my day. That I, I chick got freaks dollars. me out. She ain't got no window to come through. She ain't. I didn't have no <laughs> chimney in Florida either, for Santa or otherwise. So... <laughs> But I found out in Santa Claus versus the aliens, the Martians, I'm sorry, that uh, he can come down in anything. Oh, He, he can do that. He can squeeze into anything. Great. That's how he got out of the uh, prison cell. Uh, so anyway, if you have any, I hope that answered your question, Mark. Good luck with Santa Claus. Um, I would actually just dress up in a Santa Claus suit and then um, just jump out from behind a tree when your wife's coming in late at night by herself. And, uh, and then ask her to marry you again. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that would work well. I, it, you know, That's why it's not the Ask James segment right there. <laughs> yeah. Send exactly. your questions to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. Subject, Ask Jen, and you'll be sorry. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue the show uh, with the main topic. And today's main topic is what? Um, money. Money what? Management. Thank you. I wrote that second word, and I had to spell check it. We'll be right mm-hmm. back. This is Dave, the Jaded Visalian, and you may be sitting there next to your iPod wondering, why should I listen to the Jaded Visalian podcast? Well, it's because of my wife. She is the most costumest person you will ever hear. And you will hear things just like this. Sing it! J
2: is for the Jesus in our hearts. E is for the Elvis that Dave loves. And for never, ever talking about zombies. And it's...
0: You can hear me. You can hear Jen. You can hear dogs in the background. That pretty much sums up here. the Jaded Visallion and podcast. D and you is can is find us at the the jaded 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 dot com. Okay. Time for our main topic. Insert themes on here. Talk to me about some money management issues, Jen. Okay. Tell people your credentials first. My
2: credentials? Yeah. Oh. What um, makes you
0: qualified to talk about finances?
2: I'm not really that qualified, but I am a certified public accountant, which... Booyah. ...really means I can just do taxes. What's your wife do, peeps? I don't really do it anymore. Kind of a loser. Just deal with these kids. Anybody could do that.
0: And she's also managed our finances since the day I was born. <laughs> since the day we met. Yeah. She, she got me out of debt, got me on the straight and narrow, taught me how to be happy. With nothing. With nothing. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. Eating crackers and cheese every day, three <laughs> meals. Uh, so, yeah, she's, she's got it going on. And she's taught me a lot of stuff. I've taught her some balance, mm-hmm. like how to waste money every now and yeah, then. No. Sounds that's fun. Taught her about vacations. She'd never heard about those before. But anyway, talk to me about our philosophy in <laughs> in, in, uh, in our spending. Um, are you reading the notes? I, I was leading up to it. Yes, <laughs>
2: oh, thank you. Okay. Um, basically, our philosophy that's generally kept us in good shape is that we... Obviously, only spend what we make. Um, We pay cash most of the time. If we do use a credit card, we pay off the credit card every month. So we don't really have... The only debt we have is is for our car and um, our house. Mm -hmm. So it's the only debt we ever carry. Um... And uh, another philosophy that I've always had that's worked pretty good for us is if we can't afford to save much out of our, you know, weekly checks or whatever, if we get extra money in for, you know, things here and there, income tax refunds, just different things like that, we um, put that in savings so that we just kind of always have extra savings out there for emergencies, for car repairs, for house repairs, Mm -hmm. for stuff that comes up.
0: Well, hold on. Let's back up to that first point. Spending only what you make. That concept right there blows so many people out of the water and blows people away because that right there is the key to everything. Spend what you make. If you're real good, you spend less than what you make. Well, of course, but but we're we're talking about a culture where the American dream has become a mutant of what it used to be, Mm -hmm. and now it's a culture based on credit. This whole thing, and I don't want to get political, but this whole bailout thing is simply because people had a partnership with these banks, and the banks loaned them money that they shouldn't have loaned, and the people took loans that they shouldn't have taken, and with this partnership based on that principle right there that more than they could afford led the country into this and that's the part i haven't heard anybody say. Yeah. Haven't heard anybody say this was this was irresponsibility and it's so so huge in the in our culture in America that this 70 whatever 700 billion dollar bailout is simply because people couldn't do that one thing right there spend only what you make. Can you imagine how the standard of living would go down? I mean, every suburban person we see around us that lives here, I have to imagine most of those people driving these giant cars, three or four of them, these beautiful houses Mm -hmm. full of furniture are in debt up to their eyeballs.
2: Yeah, it's pretty common. Well, and the other thing is, don't rely on the bank to tell you what you can afford. Yeah. Figure it out for yourself, because that's what all these people do with their mortgages. They just, oh, well, the bank said I can afford Well, they this. base it on
0: payments instead of yeah. actually what you're paying. I mean, when you mm-hmm. start looking at uh, the amount of interest you're paying, mm-hmm. uh, it'll drive you crazy. Yeah, and that'll especially kill you with a car. Why use cash as much as possible? Um, because Rather than credit cards and checks and stuff.
2: Well, I know it's been proven that you spend a lot. You you have a tendency to spend a lot more when you use a credit card because, or even a debit card, because you just don't think about it as hard. It's just it, if there's something physical about the, the cash changing hands that makes them, it kind of hurts. Mm-hmm. So you're not as apt to spend cash as quickly. Or you're at least going to think about. You can, see, about, it. You can yeah. see it
0: depleting, mm-hmm. and and how many times back in the day before all this stuff became popular, did you have two twenties and didn't want to break one?
2: Yeah, that's very true. It
0: hurts to do it, so you the won't only buy something.
2: The only place I I wouldn't. Uh, pose suppose as the gas station yeah we, nobody wants to walk in the gas station and pay no, cash
0: we use credit cards at the gas station. I also more. use credit cards when I'm doing reimbursable stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a check card that we use for our personal things that comes out of the out of the account and then I have a um I have a credit card that I use for church stuff and reimbursable stuff. Um, but the one part that we do is we save any extra money that comes in. And I love what you said about that. Uh, and I I want to make sure people heard you when extra money comes in the typical people. I mean, people we've been around and seen, they see it as a bonus free money, you know, the tax income tax check or a bonus from work. And they immediately it's burning a hole in their pocket, have to spend it. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. No, we don't. No, we put it away. And I'm going to tell you, we might have to get into this more later. That's the hardest thing for me to do that because I was about gratification. Money was a means to an end mm-hmm. and having it, all it did when I saw a dollar is it represented what I could have with it. The money itself, having that gave me no security whatsoever. And you were raised quite a bit different than I was.
2: Yeah. Where, where I, I really wanted the security of having the money, and not spending it because I was afraid that later you just don't know what to expect in the future. And if you spend the money, then you're not ready for the things that happen. Uh, later. And what
0: I had modeled is we came from a lower income house, you know, hold, single parent family and not great with money. I, I can't I can't say that we were uh, when we had money, though, it was it was we were living high on the hog. You know, we could go mm-hmm. places, we could have better food, um, blah, blah, blah. But then when we ran out of money or things got tight. I mean, we were just devastated. If the car died, I mean, we had to rely on people to fix it for free. We had to have somebody come by and fix this or bring food by the church from the church or this kind of stuff. And and uh or the lights were gonna go out or the you know, we couldn't run the air conditioner for summer and and that really got old, but that's what I was taught. That's what I was shown. Mm-hmm. And so when I got a hold of money, I mean when we started dating, I was in uh I was in horrible debt. Yeah, I'd gotten a in, you know, a, a, a settlement from an insurance thing from an accident I'd been in and dude between the card and uh, and checks and all the stuff that the ways they gave me to spend that money. I didn't repay any of my debts. I was in debt. I had run up, uh, ruined my credit with a bank. And luckily, it was pennies compared to what most folks are in debt Well, yeah,
2: because you were just 18. You didn't do it with a credit card, and, I, and, and you and didn't I, have much credit. So, right.
0: <laughs> And I ruined it really, really quick, and so yeah. I couldn't get into more debt and more mm-hmm. debt and more debt. Um, yeah, because
2: you didn't you not realize that, that checks didn't come out automatically? So you just thought whatever the bank said was your balance,
0: was your yeah. balance? I, what I would do is I'd write a check and send it, and then I'd go check my balance. Oh, my gosh. I thought I had less than this, uh, and then I'd go spend it on the card, you know. Mm-hmm. And back then, I don't even know that the card came out, you know, as quick as possible. We're talking about, you know, ninety-one to ninety-three.
2: Yeah, it didn't. It it probably took at least three to five days. That's funny. Yeah, and now now like you can see the pending transactions, even if it hasn't cleared your account yet, you can see it online.
0: My point being, saving money now. Has and, and believe it or not, the Save the James Fund that we've mentioned on several shows has been a huge part of teaching me, uh, who was the person that was undisciplined in our relationship. It's gone a long way in teaching me the in, enjoying having cash. I have money that is mine that I could spend on anything I want, and I can't spend it. <laughs> <laughs> because you I, feel bad, I can't do it. In, and in you that, who bought
2: a game and turned around and returned it in the same. I
0: bought, uh, trip, yeah, I think huh? I said it the other day, but I bought, I bought Star Wars Unleashed. You know, and turned, or walked from the cash register to the return desk and returned it that quick. <laughs> Which is so Buyer's weird. remorse was eating me up. And before, you know, I just, oh, I gotta have stuff. I gotta have it. You know, so uh, geek, geek people who's married to a geek, folks, that, lovers of geeks, uh, that you know, it, it bothers me sometimes. I see geek folks and they'll be hurting for money. You can just tell, but you go in the room and their wall is plastered with say uh, star Wars action figures that they've bought recently. And it's like, okay, you, you don't have food. You can't go to a movie, but you're buying all this stuff. And it's, it's people that aren't uh, saving that extra. They, they, mm-hmm. they, they want a, the surplus when they have it. They want to spend it. And I have a theory on that. My theory is that when folks are a little hurting for money, they feel poor. Nobody right. likes to feel poor. Nobody likes to no. scrimp and save. So when they get this extra, they spend it immediately because it's the opposite of feeling poor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and buy something. I'm going to go get a DVD player. I'm going to go gonna, get
2: to do what I can't
0: usually do. Yeah, and, and they get high off of it. Mm-hmm. And it literally will stimulate a pleasure center in the brain that can't be accessed by much else. And, uh, and, they, they, and they enjoy it for a time. But then they're destitute again,
1: mm-hmm. and they're, they're staring back the at this
0: five hundred dollar item they bought, and they're like, and so they feel even worse.
2: Whereas if they took that and paid towards debt or something, or just it,
0: held on to it, yeah, and then Sell used it. It, it, but that's no fun, Jen. That's no right. fun. Right. But but it but took, it's
2: fun when your car breaks
0: down and you've got and you money. can buy tires. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> well, you had to teach me that. Like you had to take me through a few cycles of that mm-hmm. for me to to replace that high I got off buying something with this constant even peace mm-hmm. financial peace i guess true. that you get by knowing you know because when we first got married it, it bears uh, repeating if we've said it before that you would come down and you'd tell me well we're out of money <laughs> yeah. and i would what would i do
2: you'd, you'd be, freaking I'd be freaking out freaking out oh what, what are we
0: gonna do what are we working for <laughs> and and she would tell me in her world you know being out of money, no, no, we've paid our debts. We've got all we our, our we just don't have any extra to go like, go out to eat. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's fine. To her, it was horrible. <laughs> to me, when you say out of money, <laughs> we weren't eating. The lights was going to be turned off eating. and the cable was gone. <laughs> Everything was gone. So I'm glad to be in that place. Uh, and, you know, we don't make a ton. No, we've always but that's the other thing. I guess we haven't said our philosophy is also we, you know, I guess that first part was misleading. We spend only what you make. Uh, but we've always lived beneath our means. Mm-hmm. Always had. It's a decision we made before we got married that we were going to do that. And there was a time Jen was we were in the white collar uh, brackets. Yeah, a couple of years there. <laughs> It was nice. <laughs> Not
2: so much anymore.
0: <laughs> but we never went and bought the Lexus, and we never went out no. and bought the brand new this that, and the other. Even
2: when we bought our house, and we could have bought you know a much nicer house, we we bought it with the idea in mind that I would quit working at some point well, and I stay know, home with
0: the kids. I wonder so we could though afford. if that wasn't because we had some friends that were five years older than us. I mean, like two or three groups of friends, and. A couple of them I know, especially one was really, really, really in debt. They had nice furniture, they had a beautiful home, they had two cars, great lawn, all this stuff, and you know, just thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. And I remember that when I started thinking about acquiring those things in our marriage, I was like, "But I, that stuff started representing nastiness." You know, mm-hmm. it was like because it was such a burden to them. Yeah. And then if we'd go on vacation so the with them, not fun. we'd go on vacation with them. And after hearing them talk about their debt, they'd go buy a $300, $400 rocking chair, you know, at an antique shop. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is stressing me out. And to this yeah. day, I mean, now I can't hang out with people that aren't good with their money. No, they stress me out. They drive me nuts.
2: Well, and it's annoying because it, it's just not even. It's like those... Those kind of people, it's like, oh, let's go buy something, but, oh, we can't afford to go to the movies tonight, or we can't eat out, or we can't, you know, mm. we're saving money.
0: Well, people will choke on, uh, they'll swallow, a, I don't know the thing, but they'll <laughs> swallow a giant bug and <laughs> choke on a little bug. <laughs> and
2: Basically, they'll yell because you left your, their lights on, but.
0: But then they'll go out and pay, you know, do that 500 Spend 200
2: or $500, thing. yeah. And that's like, that's not going to matter that much.
0: But it's like drugs. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a high. It's replacing something, and it's not dealing with the issue. It's actually compounding it. So anybody out there in that situation, I just pray for you. I, I hope you can, you can break free. We're not preaching to anybody. We're just laying out some concepts. This is what we do yeah. every other show or so. Just talk about what makes our life work. Uh, talk about geek issues. Uh, the geek factor in this one is that the Save the James Fund has really helped us because geeks have a p- bad habit of going out and spending money. Uh, on a whim um, that's not budgeted, you know, when a new game comes out or when this comes out or, uh, you know, Black Friday and getting the deals and a new iPod and all this kind of stuff. And then you just trust, you know, that your relationship can withstand it. And actually what you're (laughs) doing is you're abusing your relationship. Um, But what we decided to do early on is is back when we were making money, like both of us were Mm -hmm. working, we remembered Jen would actually allow a certain part of the budget to go to me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't much, uh, maybe 20 bucks a week or something like that, a week, which sounds <laughs> like a lot now. But <laughs> And I held on to that. And what it did is it automatically taught me mm-hmm. when that money is gone, I'm out of money. I can't buy anything. Oh. And if I saved up for it when the new game came out or the new this or the new that, I could buy it. And it was guilt-free. Absolutely didn't have to ask my wife, didn't have to do anything. And I've bought a lot of stuff. I bought a GPS. The Wii came out of that account. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can't think of, um, uh, you know, video several you video games have. My, my new Xbox 360, the surround sound system. All these things that were very important to me have come out of that fund. And a brand new computer is about to come out of that mm-hmm. fund, too. And um, so, you know, wives... Our our husbands, whoever's managing the money and whoever's the one that's spending it the worst, uh, consider a a geek fund of some kind because that is what taught me uh, how to do it. And, And it sets in a limit. That way your wife or the smart one in the family isn't the bad guy. Because what would happen when I wanted something and oh, you could
2: Well, could we have it? And then you'd fight me on it and I'd feel bad and I'd want to give in. And it's like I didn't, you but, know. But
0: Jennifer wasn't the bad guy. She was representing the facts, the finances. Yeah. And I was actually fighting the finances. But the face of the finances was her. Mm-hmm. And so it caused, you know, friction between us. And I'd get frustrated and, and angry. And it felt like
2: I was always saying no, always saying no. Mm-hmm. And it's like that, that. kept me out of the loop with that kind of stuff, but kept us still in budget. And,
0: and, you know, we've had some people call in and say, well, well, why don't Jen get her money and all this? But, again, let me restate. The reason why we do this is because um, she doesn't want anything. And when she does, I buy it for her. Uh, Mm. But this is not a privilege of mine. It's a restriction. (laughs) And that's the truth.
2: Yeah. Well, and you know, when I get my own money coming in for random things, I just well, spend and,
0: it. And what's a lot of the money? It's it's Christmas money and birthday money. Mm-hmm. That's what really started the whole thing. Yeah. And so Jen gets that stuff too from family and she spends it or she keeps it. I've just really kept mine lately. I haven't spent hardly any of it. No, you never want to spend it. <laughs> so you don't want it to go away. There <laughs> you go. Um, what about buying stuff, like big stuff, houses, cars?
2: Um, I think I mentioned this earlier. One big thing is, is um, figure out what you can afford. Sit down and figure out, like with the house, for instance, figure out what, what monthly payment are you paying now. If you want to get a different house, can you afford to pay more, really? Um, and just do a standard, normal mortgage. Don't do adjustable rates. No way. Don't do anything that's weird. Don't do anything that allows you to buy something that you know you probably shouldn't be buying. Yeah. Um, same thing with a car. Figure out a dollar amount of how much you can afford. I can afford ten thousand dollars, not I can afford, you know, four hundred dollars a month for the rest of my life. Yeah. But um because the car dealers will take, you know, a monthly amount and they'll make it work, but you'll walk away with, you know, a six year car payment or, or just something and spend, you know, way more in interest than you ever would. But that's what we did and it took us a long time to find a good car.
0: Yep. It took the, us months.
2: For the price that
0: we wanted, we went out several times. I was ready to give up, and you get you get pressured, and and not even by the salesman because I ain't letting them pressure me. You get pressured by the situation. I don't want to waste another Saturday. We've mm-hmm. got to find something. But I made a decision before we walked out, and Jennifer did too. We have a car in mind. We need it for this price at this year in this condition. And we need this kind of car, and we need it to, and we need this certain thing and that certain thing, mm-hmm. this amount of trunk space, this many doors, and we did not settle. No, we didn't. Until we found what we needed, and it took three or four different trips over the span of maybe three months, and we but we found exactly what we want, and we have absolutely no buyer's remorse, no, no. Uh, you know, nothing, and it's great, it's perfect.
2: The other thing to do, especially with cars and houses, is to walk away. Yes, don't buy. Ever,
0: ever, ever. Don't buy
2: immediately. Just give it time. It's not gonna go anywhere. And if it if it leaves, you'll find something else. You can't
0: think under those circumstances. Mm -hmm. When you're sitting in the thing or you're staring at the house, always walk away. Always, always, always. Because you'll
2: get that auction thing going on that you have to bid next or you'll (laughs) lose it, you know. Yeah, that that kind of thing. And,
0: and, and I don't know if you're a Christian person, I I don't like to over spiritualize everything. But when it comes to houses and if you're looking for the right house and all this stuff and and in our situation, it was a matter of prayer where we were trying to seek guidance and make sure we were doing the right thing. Uh, we uh, some of you guys that listened early on know we were in a, ho- uh, a six month situation where we were renting, waiting uh, to see where we needed to go with our lives and all this stuff. Uh, I, my thing is, if it sells You know, there's going to be something else. We're not going to be homeless. No. And, and little did we know, the housing market was just, you know, we did know, but there was tons of stuff to pick from. Mm-hmm. And when we first walked in this house, we laughed at it. <laughs> it was scary. It was nasty. <laughs> it was very nasty. It was nasty. <laughs> look at my Flickr and look for the flashlight house, and uh, you'll see scary. the before and after pictures. But uh, we wanted to buy a brand new house. We wanted a certain amount of stuff. And in that case, even though we had our standards, we realized, you know what, we needed to we needed to relax our standards and we needed to save the money. And uh, between that and the guidance of the Lord, we we settled on this one. And I've been real happy with it. Jen's not thrilled. I like it most of the time. It's just those windows. Uh, by the way, a little update on the windows, a little off topic. But we're going to get those windows <laughs> replaced a lot cheaper than we thought, aren't we? Yes, thank goodness. Hallelujah to you. Oh, I was awesome. stressing over that Well, So was I. It was the only time I really started hating the house. But um, any other comments on finances? I mean, the big thing being don't be an emotional buyer. Don't, you know, plan your, your purchases, talk things over with your spouse. Don't abuse your relationship. Um, you know, keep some extra if a scale back. Yeah. Just set limits. Live beneath your means. Don't keep up with the Joneses, um, mm-hmm. geeks. You don't have to have every single little tiny thing. Find out what it is behind all that, that makes you spot. So spontaneous and makes you have to have these things because you know, you know, uh, half the stuff you're leaving in the box anyway, as I look at all my Buzz Lightyear stuff that is in the oh, boxes. Uh, you bought that when we had money, at least. Yeah, <laughs> Yep. Most of the time with my own money. Most of the time. That was a gift. So, uh, I don't know. Any other comments or thoughts on that? Mm, I not so. Let's do some Ian V-mails real quick. If you all have right. any comments, of course, folks, you can call them in uh, at our number. That is uh, 29- 206-657-04. Uh, let me say that again slower, 206-600-5704, or you can email us at geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. Uh, let's see here. Let's do some voicemails first. This is uh, some feedback from a fella called Spiritual Tramp. Hey, James, it's Austin. I was listening to episode 24. No, it's from Austin. Hold on. 24 where you guys were uh, comparing uh, geek habits and nerd habits and, and cross-pollinization there or Whoa. whatever. And <laughs> I got a theory about your, about your... You're a butterfly, Jen, and I'm the flower, <laughs> baby. About your tween uh, techno pop music or whatever that you love to listen to. Uh, let me run this by you. You like that stuff because you work with kids. No. Nope. You like that stuff for the same reason that I like Hawk Nelson. No. Because I work with teenagers,
1: it's a good. Theory, I listen
0: to all kinds of music that nice I would Hawk never Nelson. probably listen to, except Teeny for the Bobby fact heard. that uh, oh, I work with teenagers and I hear it incessantly, and so it's it's just in my head. And uh, now that I'm working with kids as well, uh, I hope that doesn't mean that Hannah Montana is going to be popping up on my iPod here soon. But uh, maybe I guess we'll see. Okay, uh, first of all, you don't know about Hawk Nelson because that is a white kid thing. Oh the white <laughs> suburban you know kids listen to that we work in uh in the inner city and so we we lean more toward uh you know the hip hop st- <laughs> side of Black things i thought Black Eyed Peas was a Christian and, group. <laughs> and uh clubs club uh or two oh whatever two crew club 2, two, two yeah whatever most of the time, it is that junk. But uh, yeah, um, I don't think so, dude. I think it's because I liked it before I started working with kids. I think
2: it's because you're a dork. <laughs> I and think it
0: is too. I think a geeky dork. No, nah, that's definitely subtracting geek points. Mm-hmm. I like Canamon Montana. I just like light pop music that you don't have to feel bad about listening to. And the more and more I turn on regular radio stations, the more I realize why I shy away from it. Uh, you can become so desensitized. And maybe I'm being a little preachy, because I used to not care, but my God, you you walk away from radio or regular television for a year and come back and see if you don't agree. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't. I mean, when I was in high school, probably going to say the first bad word ever on the show. So be prepared. But that song... You're going to say a bad word? <laughs> All right, I, I wasn't want, even listening I want, to you. I Don't say it. I won't. Uh, Only if I could say I'll it. I'll spell it D A M N. Can wish, I say it? I wish I was your lover. Okay. Oh, I that, that, song, that song, remember when it came out? It wasn't a good song, but everyone's like, whoo, they say the D word on the radio, you know. Uh, I don't
2: remember that. I think I was in middle school and I didn't live here, so it didn't matter. Wow,
0: we are so different, you and I. Yeah. Three years, makes maybe a big in difference. Georgia that was a big deal. In Pennsylvania, nobody cared. Uh, it was huge. But I mean, and then before you know it, you know, so have you're having my baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is like a dream. And then it just keeps going. And now, you know, at least that was a celebration of it, you know, and like, I'm going to be responsible to you. And now it's like, you know, uh, what you going to do with all that drunk, all that dr- junk? drunk. What are you going to do with do? the drunk in your trunk? Are you going to dump him in the swamp? Girl, what are you going to do? Mm. So, yeah, so, um, I'm qualified to talk about this stuff yeah, on you the show. Stop now. Let's uh, get some feedback. That feedback I thought we were getting from uh, Spiritual Tramp. Tran- Tramp, Train- Hi, James and Jen. This is Scott Roche, a.k.a. Spiritual Tramp on Twitter. Author of the Archangel Novel, which can be found at archangelnovel.com. I to check that just out. I wanted to say, as promised, I listened to y'all's show uh, yesterday and today, the last couple episodes. Thoroughly enjoy it. And I got to ask you, brother, I've been listening to a couple casts for the uh, last few months now, and it's the women on these shows are phenomenal. Your wife, my wife, the of Vesalian's wife, <laughs> uh, just some amazing women God has blessed us with. Make us look good. Uh, or we make them look good. One of the two. Anyway, just wanted to say, keep up the good work, keep making me laugh and think, and we'll see you on Twitter. Much love. Bye. I thought he was going to ask a question. I I got to ask you, bro. (laughs) And then he just stated these facts that are true.
2: I thought he was going to say something like, Gotta ask you, how is your your um, podcast so good? <laughs> I've listened to a lot of couples. I thought I was asking, you, ask, you, but, you know, know, until
0: he mentioned that he had a wife. You know, how do you get? I do how do you, you get, get a wife? wife. <laughs> That's a whole nother show. We actually, I think we covered that. Yeah. Uh, thank you, dude. Uh, we're gonna have to check out uh, Archangel. The uh, I, I the guess it's an audio novel. Oh. Yeah, that might be interesting. Listen to it. It's like an audio book wonder if it's dramatized uh so yeah there you go here's an email hey Mm -hmm. james and jen Jen jenna oh they said jenna and james whoops whoops i want to tell jen i feel for you my 14 year old son jeremiah got the umbrella song stuck in his head too and just the ella 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 oh 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 oh, oh, oh. part (laughs) i wanted to scream I felt like it went on for months. I don't really know how long it lasted, but finally it stopped. Good luck. Mary read on the forums. Thanks, because I finally got a song stuck uh, out and of my now head. It's back. Now I have a feeling I'm going to be <laughs> battling with it tonight. And you it's know, not oh oh oh. It's A-A-A. Oh. Ella, Ella, A-A-A. Jenna knows yeah. it.
2: Yeah, I was at that um field trip with Jenna this week and it was rainy. It it looked like it was about to rain outside and everybody kept talking about umbrellas. <laughs> and I kept thinking of that stupid song. <laughs> uh, I wish I had my umbrella. <laughs> Ella.
0: Ella. I know. You just wanna add it for them. <laughs> I,
2: know. I kept saying it. I left it I left
0: my umbrella in the car. You wanna get under my umbrella? Hello <laughs> Ella, would be like Jenna. I
1: don't belong with you. Ella.
0: Okay, here's a question from Scott, a couple of them. And all I'm, right. I'm just going to ask it to both of us. Uh, about how long, how many more weeks or months does my kid sleeping all day last? Uh, for a three-month-old.
2: Uh-oh. <laughs> it kind of goes away around three months.
0: Yep. Yep. No,
2: three months is... Yeah, when they, they... Every
0: three months, actually, is a transition.
2: They start getting a lot more aware after three months, and somewhere they move into a nap in the morning and a nap in the afternoon, and then somewhere they move into just one nap, but... Um, at
0: six-month-old, something clicks, and they become humans. hmm It's weird.
2: They, but, yeah, um, the sleeping... I I think with our baby let's see, with Jenna she only took one nap from like eleven. Well, it's
0: different for everybody though.
2: Yeah. Some babies sleep a lot. Like the whole first year they sleep a whole lot. But I mm-hmm. know like not for us. um the boy is eight months old, seven and a half months old, and he sleeps maybe an hour in the morning and maybe two in the afternoon, sometimes you, not.
0: You know where he sleeps best though, Scott? Is under my umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> <You're so wrong. laughs> Uh, number two, please tell me that the terrible twos are all over the day she turns three. <laughs> Scott, you haven't been listening to our show enough. We've told you that threes are just two with practice.
2: Uh,
0: I—that's that's all it is.
2: I do remember with Jenna when she right before she turned three, or right after she went through these huge tantrums <sighs> like no other. Like Lost she her was mind. out of control over what sleeping? Yeah, I I was yeah, sleeping. going to bed. She just, just decided. Rah! James had to restrain her from, like, killing us and herself. Literally
0: (laughs) restrain her. Like, stuff you never thought you'd have to do. Uh, Hold her down on the bed while she fought it out until she was done, until she was literally weeping, uh, uh, you know, and ready to be done. And she eventually stopped. I will tell you this, dude, is I've noticed enough to have, you know, she's almost four now, is there seasons, Mm -hmm. where she'll be good and then she'll start testing something. I always say it's like the raptors in Jurassic Park (laughs) where it mentions they systematically test the fence for weakness and Uh when they find one they exploit it. So they're going to work their way all Mm -hmm. the way around things that you don't even know, you know, limits and and consequences and you've just got to meet them toe for toe every single day for the rest of your life.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You get one thing down and you're like, oh, okay, that's not a problem anymore. I'm glad we're done parenting. She's really good. And then yeah, they come up or they
0: get an attitude. I think that's the worst Jenna part. Jenna started wrinkling her brow. Oh. <laughs> I saw that in the cart. I was like, "Sit there and do not I had she had put something in her mouth." And I was like, do not put that in your mouth. And she goes, mm, mm. <laughs> Not she didn't say it. She said it with her eye, <laughs> eye wrinkles. And I was like, "Girl, I was ooh, I was about to turn into an SBW." I'm like girl. I know you didn't just wrinkle your <laughs> eyebrows at me. I will slap you, and your <laughs> eyebrows. I will slap
2: your eyebrows off,
0: girl. So anyway, yeah. And
2: I know friends of ours were um talking about they have a seven year old that had a big old attitude about something, and they told told her to apologize to her mom, and she goes me me me. <laughs> I mean, said just that, didn't even say words. And then they said, "What'd you say?" <laughs> She's meep, meep. <laughs> just <laughs> such a butt thing to do. Could you imagine Jenna doing that? Oh, I totally can. Yeah, I
0: couldn't imagine her surviving.
2: No, that. but I don't I don't think this kid fared very well either. But I just, oh,
0: the attitude. <sighs> so good luck, Scott, buddy. We're with you in spirit. Thank God we're not with you and your children. <laughs> yes. And no, we're not too far from their ages. Well, yeah, far enough. Yeah. It does get better, but it's different. Everything's different. And they do go
2: to school. That's a great
0: thing. Yeah. <laughs> If you play it right, they look forward mm-hmm. to it. You have to start building up for that. When you're big, you can go to school. <laughs> when you go to school, it means you're grown up and you're big, and then they <laughs> want to go, and they love it. So, Anyway, it's time for us to get out of here. Jen, it's been a great show. Thanks for doing it with me. No problem. So I like it when we do it together. The-
1: God.
2: <laughs> I wondered, but I wasn't going to bring anything. <laughs> well, our rating is just one up. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! Am I red? Um, yes, you are bright. I've never seen you get red before. Oh, I love it. Red now. I love it when we podcast together all (laughs) night long. All right, let's get out of here. I'm not even embarrassed <laughs> you're the out. one who
2: said it so happily.
0: Geeklovesnerd.com. Visit our forums and comment on the show. At uh, You can get there through geeklovesnerd.com. Email us at geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. Phone us 206 Till next week, Jen, I loved you.
2: I loved you, too. Yeah.
0: Teach you to listen to christian podcasts
2: <laughs> that's why it's not christian right <laughs> that's right it's not
0: it's not just christians doing a podcast peace out peeps